Vox Quick Hits. Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to What to Watch. I'm Emily Vanderwerf, the critic at large for Vox. And I'm Melissa Wilkinson, Vox's film critic. This week, we are recommending Godzilla versus Kong. We have to take it. We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. Well... I want to tell you something. I have yet to see this movie. I've been thinking I will go and see it in a movie theater once I'm fully vaccinated, which will happen soon. Alyssa, you have seen this movie and you have enjoyed this movie. And I want to hear so much more about it from you. Well, I love this movie too, although not everyone who sees it loves it. And I don't know why, because I think it's a blast. So it is, I have to say, full of holes. There are all kinds of plot holes in this movie, but to me, it is fun as hell. It builds on two movies that I think were quite bad. There was a movie called Kong Skull Island that came out in 2017. A masterpiece. (laughs) A masterpiece. (laughs) And one called Godzilla King of the Monsters that came out in 2019 that basically burned my retinas completely out of my head. (laughs) Fair. The titular titans, um, Kong and Godzilla, are from those movies. And you can kind of get what the plot is. So, you know, the goal of watching Godzilla versus Kong is that you're going to see Godzilla and Kong fight. Now I'm going to try and describe the plot of this movie. And uh, it's going to sound truly convoluted because that's how the movie is. So as you probably know, King Kong, giant monkey... He's been living on Skull Island. Skull Island is a little bit like the Truman Show, I think, because it's actually got like this dome over it and people are watching over Kong and making sure that he's okay. And he's been there with a handler. The island is the one thing that's kept him isolated. If he leaves, Godzilla will come for him. There can't be two alpha titans. Kong eventually becomes part of a group of people who are going to the center of the earth because they need to remove a power source from the center of the earth that's going to help them fight Godzilla. Now, Godzilla uh, is this giant lizard monster titan, and Godzilla is generally known to be a um, protector of mankind, but for some reason, Godzilla has come uh, to Florida and started stomping people. There is a conspiracy theorist podcaster, which is a, you know, just an underused character um, in the world, (laughs) uh, named Bernie, uh, played by one of my favorite actors, Brian Tyree Henry. He used to work at this company, Apex Cybernetics, which you can tell from the name is probably going to turn out to be evil. One of his biggest fans is Madison Russell, uh, who's played by Millie Bobby Brown. She's kind of a sleuthing teen. She loves Godzilla Bernie is pretty sure that there's something very bad going on at this Apex Cybernetics place. They kind of team up um, along with Madison's buddy, and they are going on an adventure. Let's just leave it there. Um, You, I would never have predicted in a million years that you were going to recommend this movie. And honestly, 
uh, Kong Skull Island is just okay. I said it was a masterpiece earlier. There are people online who will will stand for that movie. Um, I, I love the 2014 Godzilla. I think everything after it has been either weak or, you know, outright terrible. Mm-hmm. So I was not expecting you to love this movie as much as you did. So tell me what this movie does well. I think what surprised me the most about this movie, um, and maybe this is a really low bar, but I feel like... Uh, certainly the 2017 and 2019 movies and just kind of Hollywood action filmmaking in general tends to be visually illegible. Like I will watch these fights and I'm unclear where I am in time and space at any time. I don't really know like sometimes who's punching or what's just happened or like if an alliance has been formed or like what just fell over. This movie is not like that. The fight scenes are incredibly well choreographed to the point where I know where everything's happening. I can see where we're going. They're more satisfying for that reason. Um, One of the climactic fight scenes takes place against a cityscape where the buildings are all lit up in neon and it makes the the fight stand out in front of them. And so we can really see what's going on. I just appreciate that so much. Also, because I think that sometimes action filmmakers forget that movies are a visual medium that we want to look at something when we're watching them. We don't just want to hear loud noises. We don't just want to see bright lights, but we actually want to look at something. Um, And this film does that really well. There's another small segment in the middle where they're in the middle of the earth. And it was one of the more awe-inducing things I've ever seen in kind of a mainstream Hollywood blockbuster. It was imaginative. It was brilliant. There wasn't nearly enough of it for my taste, but I would love a whole movie that's just Kong floating around in the middle of the earth. I'm so glad they got the science right in this movie. I'm so glad they got it down pat. (laughs) You know... It's really important. It's really important in a movie like this. You you got to get it right. But those are the kinds of things that I'm looking for in a movie while also having giant monsters punching each other, which is exactly what we got. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's worth noting that the director of this film, Adam Wingard, has not had the best last few years. He's made some mm-hmm. cruddy movies, but he started his career with um, the uh, horror movie Your Next and the thriller The Guest, both of which are just tremendously well-directed little thrillers. Um, and so I'm glad that he's had a movie that people are responding to in the way they're responding to this one. Alyssa, you do sort of have one big disappointment you found with this movie in your review on Vox, and I'm wondering what that is. Where do you think this movie falls? short. One thing that is true about Godzilla stories and King Kong stories is they started being told decades and decades ago, and they've often had really interesting implications. Like, for instance, Godzilla kind of arises out of the wake of World War II and stands in for like the atomic bomb or American imperialism or eventually Japanese amnesia about their own imperialist history. There's all kinds of meanings you can read into these stories that are at the end of the day about a giant lizard stomping on buildings. Um, And same with King Kong. There's kind of a rich history there, different ways to read what he's standing in for. Some of them are more problematic than others, but I think there's a lot to work with. That doesn't really come into play in this movie, unfortunately. And there's another character drawn from, um, from, the legend that shows up in this movie uh, that doesn't, there's not a lot there. And it kind of defaults to the same thing that most Hollywood movies do, which is this is the apocalypse. We're going to cause our own destruction. And now we need to like narrowly save humanity. 
I'm all in favor of saving humanity most days, but I don't think that this movie has much in its head beyond that. And I'd like to see someone um, start to play with the ideas in this mythology a little bit more. At the end of the day, though, it is a movie where monsters are punching each other. Again, hard to argue with that. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to see monsters punching each other and then just coming together to make good policy. That's right. As two sides. Yes. You know, we, we got to work together. An alliance. Yes, an alliance. <laughs> Joe Biden, bring Godzilla and Kong together. Let's make mm-hmm. the world a better place. Alyssa, where mm-hmm. can you watch this movie? How long is it? So Godzilla versus Kong comes in at a very sweet one hour and 53 minutes, which is incredible, I think, for the amount of stuff packed into this movie. It's on HBO Max, so if you're a subscriber, you can watch it there. It's also in theaters, and if that's something that you feel comfortable doing and have available to you, I would totally go see it on an IMAX screen if you can, just to get every little bit of that visual goodness. Well, thank thank you, Alyssa. I'm going to try and see Godzilla vs. Kong as soon as possible. It's one of the few things I have to look forward to anymore. And Alyssa... I need to know, were you raised in the Godzilla ecumenical tradition or the Kong ecumenical tradition? We were we were low church Kong, I would say. <laughs> I have been in a Godzilla family my whole life, and I am proud of that. Rawr. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to Vox Quick Hits. Tell all your friends. And we'll be back next week recommending another thing to watch. And if you would like us to recommend something to you, no matter how specific or general, you can email our producer, Taylor Macon, and please do this because we have to be getting more emails. We we are going to just run out of things to talk about, obviously. So please email Taylor Macon. It's Taylor, like Taylor Swift, dot May, as in the month, can, as in a soup can, at voxmedia.com. Taylor dot Macon at voxmedia.com. 